0: Welcome to episode number 399 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearmsauctions.com, where you set the price on guns, ammo, and accessories. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl
1: Todd. And I'm the other guy, Dan Todd. Our theme today is Surviving the Swamp. And our guest is Arizona U.S. Congressman Andy Biggs. Representative Andy Biggs was first elected to serve the people of Arizona's first fifth district in two thousand and sixteen. He has consistently been a champion of our individual liberties, our Second Amendment rights, and he is currently serving as chairman of the House Freedom
2: Caucus.
0: Welcome to the show, Representative Biggs.
2: Thank you, thanks Cheryl, Dan, thanks. Good to be with you. I got—I do have to correct something. I am the past president. I don't. I'm no longer the chairman of the Freedom Caucus. My term was up, and Scott Perry of Pennsylvania is the chairman now. Okay. I just get to I I just get to look over his shoulder and tell him all the things that uh, I think he should be doing.
0: <laughs> I love it. That's a good position to be in. It's like, well, if I was still chairman, I would. Yeah, right? I get I get,
2: to, I get to nag him, and I have none of the responsibility.
0: That's, That's fantastic. Well, the first thing I want to talk about is not even necessarily 2A related, which is my lane. That's really where I stay. But the reason I even titled uh, today's show Surviving the Swamp is because of the stance that you and 19 other freedom-loving legislators took in that whole Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy thing, because so often those of us citizens you know, we mere citizens who are supposed to be the ones running the country feel like government is just happening to us. And, Mm -hmm. and there's air appearance everywhere we look. And the stance that you took to, to cause Kevin McCarthy to have to really earn it. That was encouraging. Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah. I, I think when you describe, um, a regular citizen, a non-elected official, believing that government just kind of happens to him? Well, we kind of felt that same way as members of Congress because uh, the, all the power in Congress and this institution itself has been is is kind of been, been in the hands of the Speaker and the minority leader and the Senate majority and minority leaders. In fact, after we got done with that, Paul Ryan, the former Speaker of the House, actually said, You know, uh, I also, he said, I thought I had too much power when I was Speaker of the House. And I laughed at that because I thought, well, you could have changed it, Paul, but you didn't. But so what we decided to do is if you want change, which we did, if you wanted to get more uh, participation from the members of Congress, uh, you know, things like reading bills, things like being able to offer amendments, things like saying, let's not have a a 4,000 page bill that's supposed to be about building a border fence, but is giving... Uh, $40 billion to Ukraine. Maybe we should have a single subject rule that works. Maybe we should have germaneness that works. Maybe we should, re, you know, instead of constantly uh, adding a trillion and a half dollars in national debt every year, maybe we should revamp the appropriations process and set some caps and some limits so we can at least freeze this thing as much as possible before we before we bankrupt the country. So, you want change you got to make change and so that's why i ran for speaker and we we held out first i guess i like i guess maybe one of the third or fourth longest in history but uh more than 100 years uh, since we've done something like that and it went to 15 ballots but significant reforms were were hopefully instituted the question now is were they instituted enough to withstand the, the DC cartel, the establishment, the Uniparty, whatever, the deep state, the swamp, whatever you want to call it, because that's what we were trying to uh, to, to fight back against.
0: Well, I know there was incredible pressure on uh, all of you, all of the, the 20, including yourself. And yet everyone that I knew was <laughs> cheering and applauding that we weren't just going to be subjected to the status quo. And so thank you so much for having that backbone. And I feel like, you know, our side of the conversation, that freedom loving, that does a constitution and bill of rights, does it even matter? You know, that side of the conversation, it feels like our backbone needs to be a bit stronger than what we've seen over the past couple of decades, Could I even say, (laughs) <laughs> well,
2: I think you could say the past century, um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that, and that's that's why when we decided to do it, we said, "Look, we're going to have to." I, I, we went out on November fifteenth. We had the first meeting, and and I announced I as running, and we we took thirty six votes away from Kevin we said look let's solve it we can solve this behind closed doors and he, and they didn't want to they said let's do it out front i said okay if that's what you want to do we'll do it but the point is we got to make change because when you said status quo that's the problem that's why they went after donald trump so much is because donald trump was trying to disrupt the status quo yeah um and so i was in i was in there with my colleagues and we were we were pitching trying to disrupt the status quo and, and you'd be surprised how many Democrats appreciated what we were doing and how many people, even in our conference, who were on the other side. I actually had some of the more liberal members of our conference come up to me and say, we really love the rules that you guys have put together that you're yeah. offering. So, but but they wanted to vote. Kevin, I don't know why they thought Kevin was the only guy who could be the speaker. But anyway, they thought Kevin's the only guy who could be the speaker And uh, in the end, we probably got as much done as we possibly could. We're looking forward to continuing that trajectory, uh, continue to restore what I call uh, uh, the separation of powers horizontally and vertically. And that's really what has to happen for this country to be free again.
0: That's phenomenal. And of course, you had my vote. Not that I get to vote because I haven't gone through the process to become elected to the House, but um, you had my vote. Absolutely. and. absolutely and you know that whole everything that you just described that you had to push and fight for to me sounds like common sense right the the phrase common sense has been so hijacked and um diluted to mean nothing but you know so a bill that stands on its own merit with one single issue what happened what is that gonna (laughs) happen so crazy
1: eddie is that gonna happen are we are we gonna get to where we have single issue bills because they were so confusing in it. And and it seemed like, you know, you have a great bill in front of you and then they attach a bunch of crap to it. And it goes through. Um, Yeah,
2: Well, that's the idea. I mean, so I, I felt what we got on the single subject was a little too weak. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I would have made it stronger um, because I I think we need to be able to actually have a remedy, uh, you know, Mm -hmm uh what what, not to get into the weeds too much but we got some concessions on single subject Mm -hmm. but we also we also got some concessions on something called germaneness that allows us to to thin out as the as so when they're trying to hang some new ornaments on that christmas tree we can (laughs) thin it out and prevent some of those from coming on and that worked uh that worked we had um i can't remember this last week or the week before now but we actually had something that we hadn't had in the entire time I've been in Congress. And that was called, it's called the modified rule. People could actually go to the floor and actually offer amendments and debate them. What? This
0: yeah. is so uh, crazy. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> who,
0: who would have thought that's possible
2: in the United States Congress? But I mean, so, so, you know, a lot of people are really pleased with what we've done, but, but the reality for me is the rules and stuff, for me, that was like the baseline. That's that's the way it should always be. It doesn't matter whether it's a Democrat or a Republican. Doesn't matter whether it's me or Kevin or anybody else who's Speaker. Every we should have that be the the baseline that we're going to go for single subject bills. We're, we're not going to load it up. And so so we're trying down. We're trying to make that happen. Um, but uh, you know it, the 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 push will the push will determine. So when we get to something like uh, next. Fall and you have a big budget bill. The Mm -hmm. question will be, what are they going to do with that? Mm -hmm. Or the National Defense Authorization Act or a farm bill? Is somebody going to get a a, a, you know a a Bruce Springsteen statue in Des Moines, Iowa, or something like that? Because uh, because that's the only way you can get their vote on the the farm bill. I mean, that's what we're trying to prevent. Let's let's stop this craziness and let's just say. Uh, You know, if you if you insist on a corn subsidy, let's be transparent about it. You get to go down the floor and tell why you you, you support a corn subsidy. And it turns out, you guys, uh, when I introduced legislation to stop the corn subsidies, uh, you would not believe how many states uh, welcome and love corn subsidies, because I I thought I would at least carry it out of my committee. And I think we got we lost our only five or six that voted with me. And everybody else said, well, you know, I'm from Iowa, or I'm from Wisconsin. I mean, I was surprised at the number of states that 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 live and die on the corn subsidy, but they did. And wow. so uh, but but quite frankly, as long as you have those types of subsidies, whether it's a sugar subsidies, corn subsidy, whatever it is, guess what, you're never going to get a balanced budget. You're always going to be li- uh, on teetering on the edge of going to more and more national debt. But Right. But Dan, that's a long way of getting to your question, or trying to answer your question. Saying we hope that yeah. that we brought it, we've we've made a dent in that. But I, I'm in DC too long to say, uh, uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I,
1: I have one more question, and and I may be out of line this, but so Kevin had to make some concessions to be allowed to be the speaker. Uh, what if he doesn't follow those concessions?
2: Um, that was part of my beef with my get with with uh with people is that what are you going to do to enforce and they said well we could we could remove him as speaker." and I said, uh, you'll never remove Kevin as speaker so what what you have is you have leverage, he has to keep his uh you know there has to be some credibility. he has to keep credibility because the real the real leverage, Dan, is that any five members of the Republican conference just have to say, you know, you've lied to us, you, you're you not keeping your promise, we're not going with you. And then he can't get his, whatever he's trying to get, that, that piece of legislation through um, because of the margin's so thin.
1: Oh, that's good, yeah. So he'll have the title, but he won't get anything done. Yeah,
0: so. Um, well, we, we hope,
2: you know, I tell him this, I've told him this, I said, Kevin, I want you to be the most successful speaker in the world, uh, in the history of the country. And if you're the most successful speaker, You'll get there because you will have enacted conservative policies and kept your word to the conservatives and the American people will remember you and you'll have a place in history. But, you know, I'm not sure he believes that because he thinks I hate him, but I don't hate him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Why does everything have to turn it to be a personal thing? Exactly, you don't know,
2: yeah. It's exactly. like,
0: you know, we just <laughs> want you to actually, you know, that oath. You know that, yeah, that exactly. funny little thing you took that oath to the cons- to protect the constitution. You know we just want you to do that. Right. Um, yeah. Well, and so you know we're talking about single subjects, and I said my lane is the Second Amendment, and I know you are such a champion. Thank God of our Bill of Rights, it means something to you, and you prove it with your actions.
2: Can, can, I got to Can I tell you a little a little shooting story?
0: Yeah, please.
2: This kind of I have to brag here. Okay. Um, Um, we took my whole staff up to Maryland so we could have our little retreat and talk about our agenda and what we're going to do to to get going here and one of the activities we did was a skeet shoot which is always fun fun. but I had not shot skeet I had not done anything like that probably since I was a teenager as far as skeet shooting and so so we get up there and I and the first couple people they just they didn't hit any targets and I'm thinking I should get up now because if I miss all the targets, <laughs> I, I, I'll just be with a gang. But I, I yeah. thought, okay, well, I, it's not my turn. So, so the guy right in front of me gets up and he get he hits like uh, I think three is three of six of his targets. Okay, oh, wow. and I thought, oh shoot, I should have gone, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And then I got up there and bam, 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 first three. And then, the, then the next three, bam, 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 and the guy says, "Because you're only supposed to get six shots." He says, "Well, I, could, I tell you what, we're going to give you some more shots since you you hit them all." Oh, no, stop it! <laughs> so he says, he "says What we're going to do next is we're going to shoot, we're going to throw two targets at once, and let's see what you can do." Bam, bam, I hit them both. Oh my I gosh. Again, and I bam, bam, I hit them again. And then I missed three in a row. But the, but the, but the point, the important <laughs> thing is. I nailed those stuff first while your head. yeah yeah I nailed those first 10 and and if if I would have been smart I would have said, just given them the gun back and said we're done drop the gun drop the mic here we go anyway oh. a lot of fun a lot of fun stuff getting out there shooting with the with my congressional team and uh I that kind that. of broke the ice a lot of the others also started connecting as well once they realized that the blind old man can hit some skeet they can... nice
0: they I love that it.
2: yeah it was I've only
0: sh- I've only shot skeet once and if I was aiming at the sky, I got a perfect score. But if I was aiming at those little things, no, it was terrible for me. So you... um,
1: I just shoot what them when that? they hit the ground. So that way I always hit them.
0: There <laughs> That's terrible. Well, congratulations. That's pretty yes. impressive. A lot of
1: fun. A lot of Good fun. for
0: you. Um, So the Second Amendment, we are hosting a rally out here in Arizona, it is our celebrate and protect the Second Amendment rally, it is our 10th anniversary. And if all of our stars stay aligned, you are going to come out and be one of our speakers on Saturday, February eighteenth, from 10am to 2pm, right at our Arizona State Capitol at the Wesley Bolin Plaza.
2: Uh, I know I'm, I'm planning on it. We checked the calendar before I got on with you, and it's still on the calendar. We have we do have some pressures that we're we're pushing, but we're pushing them back right now. So uh, planning on being there. It's going to be a great event. I'm glad do you need directions? Do you need directions on how to get there? I, 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 oddly enough, I happen to know how to get there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> kind of used to be his office. Yeah, you know, for for quite some time, you'll feel like it's old home week. Um, yeah. Why why would you say it's important? To lend your voice to something like this?
2: Well, so you need to, I think people understand that that this administration is attacking all of our fundamental rights, whether it's speech or religious worship or assembly. Um, But there's certainly no strangers to attacking us for our Second Amendment rights. And if you believe that the Second Amendment is a God-given inherent right in you like I do, then then you need to be able to stand up and and fight and be counted. So when we come together in a rally, uh, it gets people's attention on the other side, so they realize these folks are serious. They really mean it. they're gonna fight us every step of the way. and, and we really have to because um, what we find, I, I will give you just a homely example on on, on speech. Twitter Twitter put into into practice their initial censorship things to protect against child pornography and and fraud, particularly of seniors. Well, it it quick, you know it kind of goes down the tube, and next thing you know, it becomes politicized, and they're going after people um, just and throwing the president, former president, off Twitter. The same thing has been happening with with the Second Amendment rights. Uh, we've got the ATF now with the brace issue. Uh, that they're going after, and um, and so, uh, you know, I'm working with uh, Andrew Clyde from Georgia, and uh, I think Richard Hudson from North Carolina. We're working on on trying to uh, defang the ATF. And my in my Please. my position at this point is, when you carry out what they've done, what they've been doing, maybe we should defund the ATF altogether. And uh, the bottom line is this. These types of rallies, these types of, of get togethers, they're good to, they, they do, they have uh, multiple uh, good things. First of all, we can see that we're not alone. We, and that gives us a sense of strength. But it also lets the other side know that we're not going to stand by, that we're going to continue to advocate against their position and and it it's not that their position is wrong and we have the reasons why. So I think it's really important. I hope I hope we have a big crowd out there.
1: Andy, you're not talking about that brace that the ATF actually sent letters of approval on several years ago, are you?
2: Very, very same
1: one. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. So we should have a really great crowd out there. Our weather's going to be perfect. We've got the Junior Patriot Park for the kiddos because if we aren't instilling these values in the next generation, okay. what the heck are we doing with our lives, right? Yeah. And uh, and it really is a celebration, a family friendly festival style get together. And you'll see it is, as you said, a slice of Americana. There will be people from every race. One of our speakers is even the president of the Arizona chapter of the Liberal Gun Club. Yes, there is such a thing (laughs) as the Liberal Gun Club. And I'm thinking, who can speak louder to these uh, politicians that just want to strip our rights away than people who ascribe to saying that they're liberal and they vote with their liberal voting base so they would have the loudest voices of any of us i think so i'm excited for that um so you are federal right you used to be at the state level and and all the work most of the work i do in advocacy is state level um as citizens like where do we spend most of our time and effort if we really want to make an impact where the Second Amendment, and here in Arizona, of course, it's Article 2, Section 26 in our state constitution. But speaking to people all across the nation, some states don't even have a 2A in their state constitution. Where can we really move that needle?
2: Well, uh, you, I would say that if you're going to restore this country to the proper balance, then then the state and local level is where you're going to have to really grab hold of it and and, and go. Um, That's that's critical. That's why you're seeing sheriffs around the country when that they're not going to impose either federal or state mandates regarding restrictions of of Second Amendment rights. That's important. So I would say state and local is where you want to go. But I will tell you that I'm begging people to be aware of who they're electing to their federal offices as well. We have so many people who profess to be conservatives um, who uh, get a little weak-kneed when they get to Washington, D.C. They get sucked into a different way, different, different ways, and, and, the, and the, the cartel grabs them and holds them. I think you can make the most immediate difference at the state and local level, but long-term, uh, to turn this rather large ship of state around the direction it needs to be, we need to be a bunch of little tugboats pushing on the back of that to to leverage that ship turning around at the federal level as well. So I would say I beg everybody do what you can do the most you can start with the state and local, but also don't neglect the feds because uh, part of what part of the way this happens is there's so much that's going on here. uh, Bad stuff can happen under the radar, which gets back to what we are talking about with you know, Christmas tree bills with ornaments going on them that, and where where thousand page bills. You got two hours to read them. Nobody, nobody reads them. Uh, I, I, I will tell you, I default to no. So uh, on a bill like that, so I would say start, start state and local, but don't give up on the feds. We got to change the feds. But, but one other thing about that, when the states start standing up against the feds, then the feds will also start capitulating. So that's why I say state and local is so, so dug on important.
1: How do we win when we have a governor like in New Jersey that says that the constitution's above his pay grade, or we have a speaker of the house that says, uh, "Pass the bill, we'll read it later." These kind of things just. Well,
2: a lot of that goes to the fact that we're a representative republic, and and people need to be, they need to know ahead of time who they're voting for, mm-hmm. and we need to we need to work in every campaign, get out there, and really try to advocate. For our candidate, the candidate we believe who's going to be most reflective of our our values, our virtues, our policies, and um, that means that that um, um, you know we you know in Arizona we've got this uh, we've got a new governor and uh, and yay and so uh, happy yeah <laughs> not
0: yeah. she's gonna Katie Hobbs is gonna veto every good bill that I and the AZCDL work hard to get
2: that is across correct. to
0: her desk. So That's right. I don't think she and I are going to be best pals, but you know. <laughs> no, but I mean,
2: the the one good thing about doing that work is, is you build a record for that individual mm-hmm. and, and they, they can't hide behind a record. The problem is Katie had a record. She had a record when she, when she ran for governor. Um But the, the, the thing is, when you have elected officials that say things like, uh, you know, the constitution is above my pay grade and I you know, they simply don't care. We have to publicize that as, as loudly as we possibly can so that the electorate can, can rise up and say, no, we're not going to take that. And we're going to get somebody different. Um, Every, every American should uh, want their elected officials to, to, Defend their rights. The, the purpose of the federal government, by the way, is simply it is simply to protect rights. The, the 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 purpose of the state government is to protect rights. It's it's not supposed to be more than that. Um, but so many people become dependent upon government for so many things that it's easy. I mean, you know, I had people in my office this morning, and and uh, they wanted they wanted to know. Which federal grant programs uh, that they want the the, what I support and
0: (laughs) don't show them the big book. I'm kind of surprised they had to
2: ask. You know, (laughs) (laughs) here's my big
0: book of blank pages for you. (laughs) (laughs) I like your
1: answer. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it. Well, I know you need to get going. And uh I, I wanna wrap up by uh talking about how people can follow all you do because yes, you are uh our Arizona federal republic uh republican uh representative uh in your district, but you impact so many people around you, the, the whole speaker of the house thing shows that uh, the work you do has reverberating effects um, across the nation. And I want people to be able to follow you and especially your very cleverly named podcast, What's the Big's Idea? I love that. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Yeah, so um, I would say uh, if you go to uh, at AZ. You can follow me on most stuff. Uh, go to bigs.house.gov. G-O-V. Uh, that will get to my official site, and that will link to uh, what's the Bigs idea, the podcast. But also, um, I write more and publish more op-eds than the entire rest of the Congress combined. We think, um, and so you can it. you you can you can see that. And by the way, I write all those myself. Uh, with with uh, just some some editing from from my crackerjack team, but but I write those, and so you, you'll get a real thought, uh, a real sense of what I'm thinking on issues. Uh, then then I would say there's there's a couple of things that people should really think of if they've got time. I mean I realize everybody's busy, but um, I I'm on the oversight uh, and government reform committee in. Um, in uh, the house and we we will d- have all kinds of hearings like this week tomorrow we have a hearing on on uh, border the border travesty we and then and then the next day we have a hearing on the twitter files and uh, and the fbi's and the cia's relationship with social media awesome. particularly twitter yes. um, and at the same time the same day i have a, a hearing in judiciary uh, and I and really, it's lot, I can't believe I've forgotten what that's about. Well, we have a hearing in judiciary that we're, we're going to deal with, but I'm also the chairman of the subcommittee in, in, on, on, um, crime and, go- and government surveillance. And so we, we have been planning a, a, a whole series of barn burner hearings, um, uh, regarding government surveillance as how they're, how they're tracking, uh, uh member, uh, you know, citizens. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Two two other things to be looking for. We have, hey, Matthew is that Next week our our hearing or is that this week? Okay, so tomorrow, okay. so Wednesday at three o'clock in the afternoon we're having a hearing on on Mayorkas impeachment. Oh, that's that's going to be you can filter that through the Heritage Foundation. Very good. You can see it, watch it live, um, and then, um, gosh, what else? So so we, we, we oh, and then I'm working also. We'll try to keep people posted on this debt ceiling and budget reforms that we're working on a package that we're trying to work on as well. So we're my poor staff, I've got my poor staff just taxed like you can't believe because we we're involved in 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 so many things and uh, the public uh, I, I would like them to be aware, but what's going on. Uh, you know, but we're we're all we're working really hard. Trying to communicate. And that's why I'm so sad we didn't get a chance to do this sooner, but um been wrapped wrapped around the axle with a few things.
0: Yeah, you've been a little busy and I really appreciate that you were able to find the time. You're like you said, your Cracker team. They are amazing to keep working our, our schedules and and get them coordinated. Um, and I, I'm just kind of stuck on this one word you said. You said that you're the chairman of the oversight and government Re- reform. S- reform? Like, is that a thing? <laughs> can, um, can we yeah. really reform this government? I'm just, I'm just kind of stuck on that one. <laughs> uh,
2: reform, Yeah, well, yeah, it's really, really what, what we talk about is accountability, To see if we can do something to, to bring this government to heal, right? I mean,
0: that would be amazing. And you're the guy to do it. So thank yeah. you for, for, you know, I mean, you're a normal everyday american and then you run for office and the next thing you know holy cow you're you're sitting there in the middle of the swamp trying like mad to get that drain ugh, yeah. unplugged
2: we, we're still trying to find that drain i know trump trump said once turns out that the the swamp's deeper than he ever thought it was so uh, <laughs> get some he, scuba he gear it. yeah we, yeah
0: Need a submarine yeah,
2: it'll take a submarine. It's it. Believe me, it is in deeper water than that Chinese spy balloon is.
1: Oh, I was just going to ask you about that. Oh man, how do you feel about that?
2: I think uh, how how mismanaged can that be? First of all, the narrative that that happened during Trump's time, uh, all the Trump officials said, "No, that's not true." So so you discount that. But the second thing is, they couldn't blow it down over Montana. Uh, I mean, the governor, Governor Gianforte, said, "Wait a second, you could have done over Montana." Steve Daines, who's the senator, said, "You could have done over Montana." There's a lot of room for that thing over Montana, but beyond that, they they've been tracking it since it left China, so they knew it was headed to the Bering Straits. They knew it it was heading to the Ale- Aleutian uh, uh, Islands. You, they could have knocked it down at any time, but instead, they let it ac- basically accomplish its mission, and then they took it down. Yes, and they celebrate.
0: You know, who yeah, we shot it and, down.
2: And you wonder, I don't wonder, why the bad guys in the world think America's so weak. Exactly. Uh, and weakness, and this is one more reason why you need to get out there on the 18th. Is you got to show strength. Weakness empowers bad actors. It
0: does. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Sorry. Well, thank you so much for all you do. I look forward to seeing you on February 18th, 2023, at the Arizona State Capitol. Be safe, travel safe, and we'll be checking out these uh, these uh, committees that you are televising. So, Right, all right. great. Thank you. Thank you. All. Thank you very Bye-bye. much.
2: Thank you. You bet. Wow.
1: <laughs> he's awesome.
0: He really is. I mean, he's just such a busy guy, but he's effective. You know, some people are just, there's just a storm cloud of busyness around them but you don't really see the effectiveness. <clears throat> and, uh, I, uh, I really feel like he is, um, he applies his efforts in the right places in, in the right amount. So, um, and I hope, you know, anytime this interview, we change the date and the time like eight times. So anytime you're, you're dealing with people that are this busy, the fact that You know, anything could come up in D.C. that could cause him to have to stay over that weekend. Um, It's possible that that he's not going to be able to make it to the 18th, but I'll be there. You'll be there. I'll be there. And uh,
1: that one thing I might do. I'll be there.
0: And uh, thousands. We always have thousands of happy, excited um, people from Arizona and all over, because in February, the entire country wants to be in Arizona because our weather is yeah, so beautiful. It is. So anyway, the weather be is beautiful
1: all the time. <laughs> Except that one time. Hmm. July.
0: August. August. Ooh. No. Yeah, spicy. I guess. So. All right. Well, I I'm just excited about everything that we talked about with Representative Biggs. He did um start his career at the state level. And that was something that I I wanted to punctuate just a little bit, but I didn't want to take up his time because he had a hard stop. But when he talks about knowing who you're electing to the federal level, I mean, that goes for anything, right? Whatever level, dog catcher. And that's where I'm going with this, is that a lot of these um, people that want to create this career in politics rather than being public servants. They'll start their career at a level where they don't have to declare what even their party is, right? So let's say dog catcher, you don't have to declare, right? Um, You know, city council is even, for the most part, I think it's just a nonpartisan thing. And they get in there and they, you know, start building their little coalitions and that sort of thing. And they ask you for your vote, knowing that their ultimate goal is to get into a position where they can end up. Infringing on your rights. Yeah. And so, where most, I would say, I think I can say this safely, most people that get elected at the federal level, they have had some vetting along the way. They do leave a record behind,
1: except for, AOC.
0: Okay, she's an exception. She's really somebody, good. Really um,
1: good at serving liquor, though.
0: <laughs> I wasn't there. I don't know. I've, I've heard. I'm that. just to rumors. Um. But. but somebody on our side who has actually fought
1: for our constitution for
0: our constitution is our new representative, Eli Crane? yep, right. So you know he's somebody that was elected federally that didn't have that, you know, leaving a a wake of, you know, previous service behind him. And I wouldn't want to begrudge him, right? Because he was one of the twenty that stood up against um, representative Kevin McCarthy's and and caused some change to happen there. Uh, but, but I think that it might be important that people do have to, you know, start at a level where, you know, they have served alongside their fellow citizen. Now, Eli Crane served alongside his fellow citizen in the military, you know, so it's going to be a different mindset than somebody that maybe is like an AOC that just loves the sound of her own voice on her Instagram. Did I say that out loud? No. No. I didn't hear. It. I didn't hear it either. Um but anyway, well I uh, when just, I when the I the vetting process is important.
1: I just have to tell you, when when I hear Congressman Andy Biggs mm-hmm. and we interviewed him and uh
0: just now I, I, that just, yeah, happened. just now.
1: <laughs> I just it, you know it puts you know you, there's hope. Yes. There's hope out there because he's a true constitutionalist mm-hmm. and um he's fighting for us, not for him. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to get his name mm-hmm. out there. He's really working hard for us. So that gives us hope. And with hope, we can fight.
0: Absolutely.
1: But not like, oh, please, I'm not not talking about fist fight, gunfight or or anything (laughs) else. No, I'm talking. No, please don't. We're not. No, put your, hide your blankies. Yeah. Don't
0: worry about it. Yeah, that's so crazy. uh, Can't say the word fight. There's there's some faction out there that they can make up words. They can change what words mean. And, you know, just carte blanche. And then those of us that are, you know, on the constitutional side, it's like, oh, we better, oh, we mean to to have a conversation. We don't mean like fight for your rights. We mean have a conversation about your rights to support that. It's just craziness the the, the world has become. But you know what? We just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Right. And uh, hopefully we, along with people like our Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs, we are moving the line back. To where our founders intended for it to be and that is the power is with who we the people right all right but you know for it to be there we the people have to actually get involved and uh
1: so who are we going to thank today show
0: up at like the celebrate and protect the rally yeah. uh, we are going to thank our amazing and wonderful um arizona congressman andy biggs And his team, thank you guys so much for helping line up our calendars and our awesome listeners and viewers all across the world. Wherever there is internet, we have an audience and the fact that you spend time with us and not even just that, Dan, people take these conversations that we have here into their spheres of influence around the dinner table, in the carpool, um, and that is where it really matters, sure. and we really appreciate that. Thank you for that. And if you want to watch this video over again or any of the shows that we have recorded, you can go to YouTube, GunStreamer, Rumble. We're on Rumble now. Uh, on the smartphone OpsLens app, pretty much any place you find your videos, you can find us. Make sure you subscribe and and hit notifications and all that good stuff, because not only will you stay in the loop of when we publish new shows, but also it tells those platforms, this is valuable to you, right? That's what they care about. Is this information, what we talk about here, something that you like and share? That's their currency. That's what they speak. So please do those things. If you want to listen to the audio only version, go to our website, gunfreedomradio.com. Click the on demand tab and binge listens to your heart content darling, darling. <laughs> you really really pulled that up a notch babe and uh yes <laughs> so fancy and uh if you want to see photos and bios and links to all of the guests we've ever had on click the guest tab there's a huge body of um, just subject matter experts that is ever-growing uh there so please when you spend time there we don't hate that nope. all right until next time what are we going to do danny ray todd
1: we're going to pray for our nation
0: we're going to pray for our leaders people we put in leadership positions what about the two or three that maybe don't like vote them out <laughs> okay but in the meantime and pray for them really still yeah. them
1: how do you how maybe how even do
0: we, more so you know
1: how do we pray for the governor in new jersey
0: we say dear lord baby jesus what do we say (laughs) please help him understand that his oath means something because every single elected official takes an oath to support and defend the constitution of their state um at least you know if he just does that that'll be something um much less the united states but Anyway, yes, we're going to pray for everyone, even the ones we don't like, especially the ones we don't like, right? Yep. All right. Okay. Until next time, be good to each other. Have a great week and God bless. Bye-bye.